Japan. I'm Frank Ling, and you're listening to the Rock Science Show. That's right, it's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and the way they affect our daily lives. Coming up on today's show, Tanya Vrachakokosamsuk will join us to talk about expansive postures in modern dating context. So stay tuned for all this here on the Rock Science Show. program in our modern age of fast-paced dating what does it take to be successful well this is probably the question on the minds of young and old uh, male and female well joining us right now is our very special guest dr tanya vacherkokosemsuk who will tell us a finding on how open posture can increase the chances of success her research was recently published in the proceedings of the national academy of science it's titled, Dominant Open Nonverbal Displays Are Attractive at Zero Acquaintance. Dr. Varsha Kokosemsuk, thank you so much for joining us here today. This paper had to do with body language, um, especially in the context of what we're calling modern dating. And that includes a combination of two studies, and one was in the context of uh, speed dating, and then the second was in the text of an online dating app. So we are interested in specifically expansive body postures in these two contexts. And what we basically found is that expansive body postures in these two contexts led to greater success, um, greater dating success. So in the case of speed dating, that is having the, the dating partner, it increased the person's chances of saying yes um, when their partner was displaying a an expansive body posture. And then in the context of the online dating app, we looked to see if profile pictures that featured an expansive body posture garnered more hits um, or, a, or a yes <laughs> uh, response. And uh, sure enough, the results um, supported that. And what exactly do you mean by expansive body posture? Are uh, you suggesting not crossing your hands or smiling more? Uh, what are some examples? Yeah, so expansive body postures, for humans especially, uh, it, it entails open postures, right? So widespread limbs, a stretched torso, basically occupancy of one's space, using their arms and their limbs, much more in the upper body with postural expansiveness. And then in contrast, closed postures, this involves limbs that are held more closely to the torso and thereby the amount of space that one is occupying is minimized. So the body is collapsed more inward um, when it comes to contractive postures. And scientists have known for a long time that much of human communication is nonverbal. Uh, with regard to the open posture, is that more of a recent finding on how we respond to behaviors and other cues? So it's kind of a few different lines of research inspired this research in particular. So one of those lines is the relationships research literature. There, I think it's 
it's always been a standing question that people are interested in as to uh, what leads to greater success in romantic relationships. And related topic there is what certain, what, what specific nonverbal behaviors uh, can contribute to greater relationship success as well, right? So there, that fields a question for us, like, okay, what nonverbal behaviors would lead to greater success, especially in these modern contexts? Uh, another third uh, line of research that inspired a lot of this current research is that of expansiveness in the animal kingdom. So not directly related to, you know, social psychology or social relationships, but um, from the animal literature, we know that lots of animals will use in kind of a fun way, if you think about it, they use this maximization of occupying space as a way to signify that they are interested in mating and or to signify their territory and their their position within a, a hierarchy. So the three lines of research kind of inspired the current paper. And when you carried out this research, uh, were the subjects told what the context was or were you looking for how they would behave subconsciously? In the first study of the speed dating study, the participants did not know. Um, they did know that they were being video recorded um, during their interactions. So in these interactions, we set it up so that each date or speed date uh, lasted for four minutes. Um, and they, they knew they were being video recorded, but they didn't know exactly for what. So uh, what we did there was look back at the videotapes after the data was collected and then observed the amounts and presence of the different postures and body language that was going on in these videos. You know, similar to lots of past research on nonverbal behaviors, there's research to say that a lot of our nonverbal behaviors occur non-consciously. So we're going off of that assumption uh, with this research as well and assuming that those who they were acting naturally and then in the second study, the, we actually use uh, different profile pictures and then put those onto the app with the different profile pictures showing the person either in an expansive posture or a closed posture, and then basically tallied up how many hits each of those different profiles got, and then saw the results that way. And in general, would you say most people are self-aware of their posture or not? I will say we didn't explicitly measure that in the first study with the speed dating. But again, I think based on um, past research, lots of research on nonverbal behaviors, it is argued that people typically are, are not aware of what nonverbal behaviors they are, they are doing. Of course, you can think of instances when people do become more intentional about how they are behaving and posing and whatnot. So it's not to say that doesn't happen. Uh, I think just limited to our cases where we were observing it, it was observed in a much more spontaneous way. And based on this research, uh, you know, what kind of suggestions do you have for people who want to improve their chances of getting a yes? Yeah, I mean, based off of this, this data, yes. So, you know, across both studies, we found that when extent postural extensiveness was displayed, whether consciously or unconsciously in person, as well as with an online profile, but that increases the chances of one's success 
in getting a date, in getting the other person to say yes, right? So, you know, on one hand, as someone who is perhaps looking to get more dates, then yes, showing a little bit more postural extensiveness, as our research would suggest, would lead to more positive outcomes. So, so based off of the results of our study, there are a couple of pieces of advice, and that would depend on whether you are the one who is looking to see how to change up one's behavior or one's profile picture, in which case, based on our results, we do see that showing a little bit more postural expansiveness, whether in person or with an online profile picture, that that does increase um, chances of, of getting a yes to, you know, meeting up again on the on another date or uh, garnering a like from the other party. And then on the other hand, another way in which these results are, are useful for someone who's, you know, on the market is that <laughs> it's it's a way to know more about oneself as well, right? So as one is looking around for for a potential romantic partner, you can see or start to take notice, be more aware of of the fact that you're looking or more drawn to those who are expanding more or those who are perhaps contracting their postures more, uh-huh. each of which communicate different different things about that person. So a little bit of self-knowledge, uh, a little bit of self-presentation, those are two ways in which these results can be useful for folks who are looking. Yeah. So we've been talking about expansive posture in the context of a first date, but what about a second or a third one? Uh, do these behavioral cues matter in a long-term relationship? I would actually say that the, these results really only speak to those that first date, getting that first date. We didn't look at all at second or third dates or anything subsequent, so it's really the very initial part of attraction. Very, very initial, right? So for a speed date, these two people have met for the first time, and the first step to even getting to see an, another person again in, in a context outside of the speed dating event is to get that yes. And so we looked at nonverbal behaviors that would predict that getting a yes. And then similar with the online dating app, that's just, we didn't look to see, you know, how a second or third date went. It was just, did these profile pictures get a yes? So we do have confidence in saying that it is useful for initial attraction. Um, but I think you're right, it leads to a very interesting question then about what happens on those second, third dates. As the dates accrue <laughs> over time, one gathers more information about their dating partner, right? Sure, so sure. you get to know more about their interests, you get to know more about what they do for work or what their what their hobbies are. So as more information gets collected, people then decrease the amount on which they rely on just gathering information from a quick profile picture viewing or a quick speed date where a lot of the information then comes from the nonverbal behavior in those initial moments. And then in contrast, as the dates go on, different sources of information add to the, you know, the collection of what you know about this other person. Right. It's not to say that expansiveness isn't good, uh, in those subsequent dates, especially knowing that expansiveness versus contractiveness like communicates different traits and characteristics about a person. So that's still useful information, but perhaps it is used in a different way for those initial moments 
of attracting a partner. So body language plays an important role in many different contexts uh, besides romance. Uh, now that we're in the election seasons, can you comment on how the candidate's posture uh, contributes to their image as leaders? I can speak to that to the extent what we know currently about expansiveness, as, as I was referring to before too, um, especially from, from a lot of animal research, is that Expansiveness really communicates a sense of of territory, ownership, hierarchy, like standing within one's one's community, and dominance as well as as we report and, and talk about in the paper, dominance and, and openness, so a willingness to sh- to share the resources that they have access to. You know, it's it's really interesting. It's a very different context than romantic relationships. <laughs> And I think it also ties back to like your previous question about like the subsequent dates. What information uh, do we get from the subsequent dates? I think we can also translate to what information can we get from body language um, in subsequent debates or interactions or viewings or media or whatever of, of a politician compared to initial viewings of a photo or initial viewings of like a short video clip for the first time being introduced to a candidate. I think that's a really interesting question of how the impression is formed in the beginning about someone, whether that's a politician or a dating partner, um, and then how that changes over time and how much it sticks, how much it changes, if at all. So I guess we're running a little bit out of time. Uh, Are there any last words you'd like to add about yourself or your work in this field? very exciting time right now for this type of research, especially in the context of dating and how it's changed quite a bit over the last few years. And this is just one piece of research that speaks to some of those cues that can be grasped in those initial moments. It's fun. Tanya, thanks again for your insights today. Yes, of course. It was great to chat. And we were just talking to Dr. Tanya Farcher-Kokosemsuk from the Haas Business School at UC Berkeley. We were discussing the effect of expansive posture on successful dating. Her work was recently published in the Proceedings of the National Academies of Sciences. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in again next week for more fundamental science, technology, and the way they affect our daily lives. In the meantime, you can check us up on the web at www.grok.com. On Facebook and Twitter. You can also email us at science at grox.net. For Grox Science, I'm Frank Ling. Stay tuned here for more music.